In this talk, I'm going to link a Matchbox toy bus to your laundry. The bus is an S-Type AEC red double-decker, number Y23 in the Matchbox models of yesteryear series. The top deck's open, looks very dangerous, and is reached by a helical staircase. The model is beautifully detailed with destination board and advertising. The destination board gives the whole route, not just the final destination. The advertising is also interesting and features Schweppes carbonated drinks and Hudson's soap. We may initially be surprised that Schweppes was around in 1922 and that they were purveyors to King George V. In fact, they are much older, having been established in 1783 by Jakob Schwepper, a German watchmaker living in the Republic of Geneva. A few years later, in 1790, he moved to a London base. The company has held a royal warrant since 1836. I think that's eight monarchs. But what is Hudson's soap? The first guess is that Hudson was a man in England who made soap. The first part is right. Robert Spear Hudson was an Englishman. He studied chemistry at Trinity College, Dublin. But on his return to England, he didn't make soap. On the contrary, he bought soap with the main objective of smashing it into fragments that would dissolve more easily. In fact, he invented the first soap powder. He started his business in 1837 in West Bromwich, and the product became so popular that the factory grew to employ a thousand people and exported to Australia and New Zealand. One reason for his success was his well-designed advertising, often on public transport vehicles. Another was the removal of a tax on soap. It appears that the English were deterred from using soap by the tax. A tax on soap? Do we pay one? Yeah. GST. Robert Spear Hudson died in 1884, probably without realising the enormous industry that was to grow from his first experiments. His son, also Robert, took over the business. He sold it in 1908 to the Lever Brothers, also English, who actually did have a history of soap makers, in association with chemist William Watson. They were the first to use palm oil rather than tallow in soap making e.g. Sunlight Soap. One of the brothers had been inspired to go into soap manufacturing by his experience in cutting large blocks of soap and wrapping them for sale in their father's grocery shop. The history of palm oil is another story with deplorable social and environmental undertones. The Hudson soap name was retained by Levers until 1935. In the meantime, Hudson soap was rebranded Rinso in some markets, with a small chemical change in producing sodium silicate, either instead of or as well as sodium carbonate. The sodium silicate formed smaller precipitated particles when it reacted with calcium ions in water, and these rinsed out more easily, hence the name Rinso. Standard Australian Rinso packaging is seen in the Powerhouse collection, as well as some joyful and well-coiffed housewives in a full-page Women's Weekly advertisement showing, it seems, how easy it is to combine washing day with a game of cricket when you use Rinso. Levers became successful in the USA. Products such as Lux and Lifebuoy joined the product range. The wide uptake of electric washing machines from the late 1930s increased the demand for Rinso, especially in the USA. Soap-based laundry powders became less popular with the advent of detergents in the 1950s, and sales of Rinso dropped. A Rinso detergent replaced the soap-based Rinso, and eventually the Rinso name disappeared, except for markets in South America, Turkey and Indonesia. Lever Brothers merged with a margarine company to become Unilever. Omo, Persil and Surf are some laundry products still marketed by Unilever. 
I hope you've enjoyed your journey from a 1922 bust to 2022 washing products and meeting Robert Hudson, the founding father of laundry powder. I'd better go and wash the towels now.